0: you ever had a goal that just seemed impossible? If so, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Notable Peeps podcast, a series that gives attention to remarkable people who are putting on their shoes, doing their best, and believing in the impossible. All my dreams are coming true. Welcome to the Notable Peeps podcast. My name's Steph, and today I have with us Carol Matheson. Hello, Carol. Hi, Steph. <laughs> Hi. And Carol was actually nominated by Beth Ann Hammer as a Notable Peep for this episode. And Beth Ann was like, make sure to tell her not to hate me after I've nominated <laughs> <heard> her. <laughs> okay, well, I'll see how this goes. We will see. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about where you grew up. Let's hear your life story oh
1: okay I uh, we lived over in Sugar house over uh, in the Highland Park area oh. on Fillmore Street between Parkway and Stratford over there by the old Stratford Ward and I lived there until I was uh, in ninth grade and then we moved out to holiday out in Cottonwood area and so I lived out there for a Couple of years till I got married. <laughs> and so I went to Highland Park Elementary School. We lived over by the prison, our uh, parkway backed on to the,
0: the pr- prison. Wait, is that the prison where anniversary in, in is now? Is that- no. Oh, okay. No, it's, it's where Highland
1: High School. Oh. Is That's kind so of sweet. there. And it, we used to, I mean, it was scary because the prisoners would be out working in the yard and stuff, and we'd go over and talk to them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that definitely would not happen today. (laughs) No, that would not happen today.
1: (laughs) We moved there when I was about three, I guess, and my grandparents lived with us. And my grandpa just loved to walk, and he used to take me walking with him all the time. And we would go down. We had a certain route that we would go down. Well, we went past this house where the Mathesons lived. And I don't remember this at all. My father-in-law swore that when I was about that age, three to four or something, Bob saw me outside and says, Dad, I'm going to date that little girl someday when I grow up.
0: When you were three or four. When I look was at three that. or four.
1: <laughs> and then we started dating when I was 12. He was a scout and I was a beehive. and that oh. In those days, they... Uh, had the beehives and the scouts go to the ward dances, and so I started going with him when I was twelve.
0: <laughs> so, so what attracted you to Mister Bob Matheson was it that he knew he was going to marry you,
1: or <laughs> no? We just kind of made friends in mm-hmm. the ward there because we lived in the same ward, and and uh, it just was natural. We just lived a few. Houses down, and I would see him when I would go walking with my grandpa. And so he started asking me out to the dances and then hanging out after Mutual and then pretty soon we were in junior high school.
0: <laughs> now, now was Bob a good dancer?
1: Yes, he was a really good dancer. And he was a musician. He played the piano. Oh, really? Oh, he could play the piano like you can't believe. Is that how he wooed you with his musical <laughs> yes. ability and his dancing? <laughs> yes, his music ability. <laughs> and uh, we just had fun together. I don't know. It's, it's kind of vague now. It's been so long.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, when you're three, that's like your whole life. <laughs> that's right. I've never been without him. <laughs> well, one of my questions I was going to ask you was, tell me about your childhood friends, but it sounds like Bob was one of your childhood <laughs> he friends. He was my childhood
1: friend. And then interesting thing was that we had a whole group of friends in that ward, and they all married their partner mm-hmm. in the ward and we still meet today after fifty, well, sixty years almost. Oh, fun! Once a month, we still get. together. Oh, you meet once
0: a month? Uh huh.
1: Yes, That's um, we're great. just best friends, and we have been since we were in kindergarten. And so, we know everything there is to know about each other. I guess. I love that. <laughs> and there's, um, there's what, sixteen of us. Oh, really? So yeah. even
0: when you guys had young kids, did you get together? Is mm-hmm. it more? Oh, really? Yes, we
1: we've always gotten together, ever since. Ever since we all got married,
0: yeah. So that's fun when you have friendships that have lasted that long, because like you don't have to catch people up, and they let no. they know your experiences.
1: Uh, so they're just really special, special yeah. people, and it's been so fun to be part of it. I was two years younger than the rest of them, but.
0: So they, you but, were cool enough that you got to hang out with the older kids. Yeah, I
1: guess I was scared to death. Oh my gosh, they were officers in high school and everything, and I, they all went to South, which uh-huh. was the biggest, neatest place to go. Of that's anything. where my
0: parents went. They will love hearing you say that. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> and I went to Granite. My oh, you first went to year Granite, a lowly little Granite, and I was so petrified of those guys, even though I'd known them for yeah. so long, but. One New Year's Eve, they were having a party, at, and I threw up all day long. I was so scared. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm so nervous. But they're my best friends yeah. now.
0: So. <laughs> oh, that's fun. And so Bob was part of that group, uh-huh. too. Was he two yes. years older than you? Yeah, he was okay. two and a half years. Well, oh. Almost okay. three years. But... And he went to Granite as well? No, he oh, went to Oh, so Bob was the one that went as Yeah, south. yeah. Okay.
1: And then I went to Olympus.
0: So, oh, you just hopped <laughs> the all The first
1: the first year Olympics opened, I was there.
0: <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it was fun. I love that. <laughs> well, so in in talking about your childhood, I just wanted to ask you, what were some things about your parents that you really admired?
1: Um, well, my dad was a very hard worker, but he was always home when we needed him. He, mm-hmm. They never missed anything that I had two brothers, that my two brothers or I did. They were They were always there. And yet dad was a senator and, uh, for the state for 20 some odd years. Oh, really? Yeah. He was president of the, uh, LDS hospital or the board Uh of directors of the LDS hospital. And he, he was just very well known. He was on the general board. Mother was on the general board. And so they were always serving. Uh huh. And they, um, and this was in the, Time when the general board members traveled with the general. So, for the, the
0: general board for Relief society?
1: Uh, it was or, young women's. Oh, young women's. Okay. Young women's. And dad was on the Sunday school board and then oh, okay. also on the finance committee, the auditing committee. Uh-huh. So, but they were always, always serving. And uh, that's what I remember. And uh, my dad was very kind. I mean, my grandparents lived with me forever Mm -hmm. from the time I can remember till after I left home. And I never heard my dad complain once about it. Oh, really? Yeah. He was always just so gracious. And we always had family home evening before it was even family home evening. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, we did. And we had some fun times.
0: (laughs) What did you guys do for it?
1: Usually we went, we lived by Fernwood's Candies and we usually, my brother would talk him into going and buying chocolates he loved chocolates oh. and one night one time my m- mother sent him to go get the the treat the chocolates and he didn't really he was really not very old I can't I don't remember how old he was but he uh, got the chocolates that had rum in them oh. and he ate the whole whole thing <laughs> by himself cuz i didn't like them they tasted yeah. yucky <laughs> And he was so sick, he was drunk. <laughs> <I> <laughs> <Just bet. from. laughs> so so we and we had lessons and stories, and then we would go out and uh, things. But my folks were, they made us tell the line. They weren't what you'd call really strict, but mm-hmm. they, I missed, <laughs> I sloughed school one day. Only time in my oh. whole life I ever missed school. And I still to this day don't know how my dad found out because I was with. Because <laughs> he probably
0: knows everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: But this was after we'd moved out to Holiday. <laughs> I was trying really hard to fit in because I didn't feel like I fit in because there weren't really many kids my age, they were all just a little older. Mm-hmm. But they drove me to school. They didn't, the buses hadn't been set up right or something. And anyway, I couldn't walk there. Uh-huh. It was too far away. But so anyway, they talked me into going with them. One of the guys that was driving was, uh, had graduated. Mm-hmm. And so he was this big wig, you know. So I went with him and feeling horrible the whole time I was gone. And so I, I still don't, I'm still not sure how dad found out that I wasn't there. Because it was before they called you, you know, every (laughs) day your child was (laughs) absent. (laughs) But... Anyway, he made me take him to school the next day and go to every single teacher and tell him that I'd sloughed. Really? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> so I never sloughed again. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I was mortified.
0: So you went to every single teacher and just, you're like, hey. I, I'm sorry I missed your class <laughs> yesterday. I sloughed. <slapped. laughs> Well, that's a good way. To- <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, I did never. I was never tempted to do anything wrong because <laughs> I knew Dad would find out and get me. <laughs> oh man, that's funny.
0: You were probably really young when the war was going on, right? Yes. So you yes. don't remember very much. From I, that- I
1: remember yeah. it, though because my dad was drafted or was he was forgiven his calling because he owned Cummins Intermountain Diesel and they needed him to be home to take care of, make sure they had enough diesel engines oh, yeah. and whatnot. So he didn't have to go to war. But my uncle, who was just a year older or younger than my dad, he went to war. And so it was really embedded on me. The World War II, I was very conscious of it.
0: Even as a little kid, you can pick uh, up yes. what's What's you going really on.
1: do, yeah. And especially when we go to the movies, you know, and see, they would have the trailers or the.
0: Oh, before the bef- movies. Yeah, would be- before
1: the movies started, they would show pictures of the war and what was going on. And it was frightening. It really was. i bet.
0: So let's let's go back to Bob. Let's hear more about him. So you guys enjoyed dancing together. Yes, you guys were just good friends. We were good friends. So when did it develop into more?
1: Um, Let's see. He graduated, and I still had two more years of school, and he had a a full ride scholarship to Stanford. Oh, smarty! Yeah, he was a smarty. <laughs> and so my junior year, he was at Stanford, but I wrote him every day.
0: Oh, really? You don't believe how dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but you look at that, that's before texting. That was before anything. Well, and back then, everyone shared the same phone line, so it's like you probably didn't get any privacy. That's right.
1: No, you couldn't. It was too expensive to call, besides, because it was, you know, long distance. Oh, yeah, good point. really Really expensive, so... But I wrote him every day. He wrote me once a week.
0: Do you still have those letters? <laughs> I do. Oh, I love that. That's so cute. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it was an experience. <laughs> it was hard to be away because we really were pretty much in love by then. Oh yeah. And we got engaged between my junior and senior year. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So I was engaged my whole senior year. <laughs>
0: Crazy, crazy. <laughs> hey, but you know, you guys—you already knew from when you were like young. young so. That's
1: right. So we just went went ahead, I guess. And I was um, in in high school. Our pep club was the big was the big thing. Mm-hmm. We had a, a marching pep club with eighty one members. I think
0: was this at was. Granite or Olympus? This
1: was at Olympus. Oh, Olympus, okay. And we were pretty darn good. My senior year, I was president of the club. So I got to, while he was gone and everything, I got to
0: work with all the girls. Uh-huh. And keep yourself busy keep and myself- peppy in the pep club. Yeah. <laughs> Make up the drills, <laughs> yeah. you know, and
1: all that. And it was uh, it was a handful because we were a huge club. But it was good. We, we took a lot of firsts and a lot of things. And so that was mainly what I did in high school. <laughs> so um,
0: so you were engaged for like a whole year a then? Whole year oh yes man.
1: it was a long yeah. year
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so then did you get married i got married four days after i
1: graduated oh really from high school <laughs> and i was still 17. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> so I know I'm not a very good example for my grandkids,
0: <laughs> but you know I feel like times were different back then. People uh, got married a lot earlier.
1: It's absolutely true.
0: Wait, so when know. when Bob proposed to you, did you know that it was coming, or was it a big surprise? Uh,
1: no, it was a surprise. I mean, we just kind of talked about getting yeah. married and stuff, but I didn't know he had a ring or anything. Oh, really? And, yeah, and it was my birthday. We had a date that night to go to the movies and he was so late I was so mad (laughs) (laughs) and and what had happened is the jeweler didn't get the ring fixed and he was waiting at the jewelry store so he had a valid reason (laughs) so yeah he had a valid reason and I had
0: to apologize a lot you were at the movies you watched the movies and then no he gave it to me before oh he gave it to you before Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so were you guys just in his car no i
1: was we were home i was home he came to the door and i was in the tv room and he came in the tv room and of course my little brothers were tormenting me yeah <laughs> <laughs> underfoot and whatnot. yeah they finally went out for a minute and he mm-hmm. just gave it to me oh <laughs> i said yes <laughs> <Love it. laughs>
0: and then you were married four days after four days after i graduated from high school <laughs> and and what was your wedding like where did you get oh we had our, our r- um
1: re- we were married in the salt lake temple and uh we had our reception at the stratford ward it was beautiful we did kind of a heart theme. Mm-hmm. So it was the whole formal deal.
0: <laughs> well, and I bet, because the one thing I know about you, Carol, is that you're always good with, like, decorating <laughs> and
1: planning things. So. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> that was my first experience. <laughs> it,
0: it set the stage. Yes. So did a lot of your friends get married around that time? or um,
1: That was during the Korean War. They could only send two missionaries per year from each ward. Oh, really? Yes. And so there were like 15 boys. It was a big ward. We were Uh a huge ward at the time. And so we couldn't see any way that he'd get to go on a mission. Yeah. So we decided to get married. So we went ahead. But most of his friends were just a little, I don't know if they were a little bit younger or just waited a little bit. And then they lifted the ban right after we were married. Oh, really? So all of his friends were on missions. Mm-hmm. So, but the girls all waited for we're him. Them so pass. they are about two years behind us. Oh, I see. And I, I had one real close friend that got married right after, or a few months after. Uh-huh. But we were the only ones for a while.
0: <laughs> I think that's so gr- great that you have this group of friends. Do you guys have a like name for your group of friends? Or you uh, you just... know what? We
1: call it the study group. The
0: study we group. St- <laughs> I don't, we started out
1: studying. We uh-huh. started out meeting twice a month and we would have a lesson one night. And then the next one, we'd have dinner. Mm -hmm. And then it just got too much because we all had big families. We all ended up with all these kids. (laughs) And so we just went to one night a month and then pretty soon we got tired of studying
0: (laughs) (laughs) you just wanted to chat (laughs)
1: we just wanted to play so we turned it into a dinner group but we still call it the study group
0: (laughs) i like it it's the study group that's
1: fun but everybody knows who we are when we talk about the study group (laughs) everybody knows (laughs) the story about it
0: (laughs) special people yeah (laughs) i bet well because that's a little you said it's over 50 years yeah almost 60 yeah almost 60 Uh Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit more about your and Bob's marriage. Because how long were you guys married for? Sixty-two years. Sixty-two years. Uh-huh. See, and that's like the cool thing is, you just don't hear that nowadays. No, not very
1: often. No, everybody gets into a little trouble and they just walk out, mm-hmm. or the things are so much worse now yeah. than they were. I think that's a part of it too, because uh, people are doing things that we never even heard of. Yeah. We didn't even know about. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we were so innocent when we got married <laughs> that I don't know how we ever made it through.
0: <laughs> what do you feel like made a happy marriage of 62 years for you and Bob?
1: Bob was really nice. <laughs> I, was the, I was the snotty one in the family. <laughs> so, marry a nice guy. I okay. married a nice guy, an ambitious guy, mm-hmm. but one that puts family first. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just being friends, liking to do the same things.
0: So did you guys still go dancing? And- we, um,
1: Well, Music. I don't think we ever really went dancing much, but we um, went to plays, uh-huh. you know, musical things. And And he taught piano for quite a while after we were first married, and he was still in school. He was always so kind to me. He just treated me so nice that I couldn't stay mad at him. <laughs> and then we had kids so fast. We had our first eight children in nine years. Oh whoa. <laughs> and so and then we waited five years and had had two and then waited five years and no. What did we do? We had, we had the first eight in nine years and then we had one and then five more years and had two more. Oh okay so <laughs> the first
0: ones were really close. Yeah, so it's sort of like two little two families. families yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, okay, so eleven kids, right? And uh, and you guys were married for sixty two years. I just I look at that and I'm like, I mean, because my family we have eight kids, and right. that's a lot. But like, how were you a mom for eleven kids? Like, <laughs> do you look back and think, man, if I would have known? Like what I had learned with the 11th kid, with the first? like It would have been totally different, I'm sure. (laughs) Of
1: course, they all say that the last one didn't ever have to do anything that they did. (laughs) He had it so easy because I was all run down. (laughs) (laughs) He did what he wanted.
0: I know, the youngest kids, they get away with everything. They do.
1: In big families, they do. (laughs) But our first six were girls. and And so when the boys came along along. It was a whole different story. Yeah. On you know, these poor, two little boys had these seven sisters.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. So you have seven girls
1: and four, two. Four boys. Oh, four boys.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So the first part of our life was pretty feminine. So, and then we got into the ball and all that. It's, it's been that way ever since. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what are some of your favorite memories with your kids?
1: Let's see. We had nine and we took a trip to Florida and of course, there were no seat belts, or oh, you know, this is driving. This is driving with okay. nine kids in a van.
0: Oh man! And
1: you know them rolling all along the floor, uh-huh. <laughs> hanging out the windows, you know, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. But it was it was so fun, and we went to some of the church sites that we had made acquaintance with a, a family from Alabama. And they had invited us down to their beach house in Florida. Well, that is the world's longest drive <laughs> with nine kids from here to Florida. Oh, yeah. And we had some pretty interesting experiences. My third daughter was so embarrassed because we were down in the south, and everywhere we went, people would just stare at us. Mm-hmm. So we stopped at this one place and... um Bob said as we got out of the car, now, we're not buying anything. We're just going to have food, and then we've got to get on our way. Well, our seventh daughter was just about three, I think, and she had her dad wrapped around her little finger. She was really (laughs) the cutest little pumpkin you ever saw. So we all went in and sat down, and they didn't come. They didn't come. And finally they came, and she had a Mickey Mouse radio in her hand. Mm. All those other kids were so <laughs> <laughs> And they've never forgotten it. They talk <laughs> about it all the time. And in fact, for Christmas this year, one of my daughters had gotten online and found... Mickey Mouse radios, and had sent one to every one of her siblings. Oh, I love it! <laughs> <laughs> so that is one memory I have. While we were on that trip, we got caught in a tornado. We had the wind was blowing so hard coming through Wyoming that it dented the top of our van because oh, we had so much luggage on it. We yeah. came home, we had this U-shaped van <laughs> on top, <laughs> and, but it was it was such a fun time. We were totally away together. Yeah. Something else that we did, we went, uh, oh, for I don't know how many years, 30 years maybe, we went up to Sun Valley every year. We finally got a a timeshare, and then we owned a condominium Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so we would go up to Sun Valley every year, and all those that could go. I mean, sometimes we'd have 25 in this (laughs) little condo, Mm -hmm. five bedrooms. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and that was fun. And when they were younger, we always went up to uh, Yellowstone. Up uh, well, it was up to the farm where Bob had worked in the summers, up uh, outside of Teton and the Teton Basin. And so every summer we took all these little kids up to the farm where he'd worked, and we had good memories of being on the farm and getting to ride the harvester. And um, it was a wheat farm, and uh, so that was that was the kind of things we did. Just. Yeah. It was fun to get away because when they're home, there's so much to do that you have to do Mm -hmm.
0: that it was fun to be away
1: for just a few days and just us together.
0: Well, I should... As you're talking, I'm thinking about okay. You have all these little kids and packing their suitcases for them oh, was yeah. probably <laughs> and like then fitting everyone's stuff in the car yes. was and all the laundry afterwards. <laughs> afterwards. Oh, I have
1: to tell you one thing that <laughs> happened. We came home from it was Yellowstone. We've been up to Yellowstone, and we'd put all the dirty clothes in one bag, big plastic bag or something. I'd bought them all new clothes. I bought them all. The six girls I always dressed alike when we went on trips Mm -hmm. so I could keep track of them because I did lose one or two a couple of times. (laughs) So anyway, we came home, and I went to get all these new clothes, and I couldn't find them. I couldn't imagine what had happened. Well, Bob had taken the garbage out, and he'd taken oh. all the clothes that were in this big green bag and put them in the garbage can, and they were gone because the garbage <laughs> man came that day. That's so many clothes! <laughs> it was for at least six kids. I'm not sure how many we had at the time, but oh, man. <laughs> I guess oh, I guess we had nine at that time. So. We lost a
0: lot of money on that trip. Oh, I bet. Well, I'm like just thinking about it for all your kids, like doing lunches for schools or getting them to their events or how did you like keep everything organized? I don't know.
1: Just one day at a time, I guess. <laughs> I hated putting up lunches. I made them do their own. Yes, <laughs> they either took nice. school lunch or they <laughs> made their own lunches. Yeah, because I I,
0: that. that would be a huge ordeal every day. <laughs> it was. Well,
1: I can tell you our famous kitchen story. Look, I, here. I, I've told that a hundred times, but we had this huge counter that sat 12. And on Saturday night, Bob always fixed pancakes. That was his night to cook and Mm -hmm. be with the kids and whatever. One day, one of our daughters was giving a talk. In fact, it was up at the legislature that she'd won some kind of a prize or something. And, And the prize was you got to go speak in front of the Senate at the... Which is a
0: price for some people or like a nightmare for (laughs) others. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) But anyway, she stood up there and said, Well, you have to understand that dinner at the Mathesons is kind of like labor. Five minutes, you get pancakes five minutes apart and one at a time. So that's always been our family motto. If you want pancakes, you get one at a time and five minutes apart. <laughs>
0: there you go. Just growing up in, like, my family uh-huh. was, like, I mean, we didn't have as many kids as you guys, but... Oh, well, you but, still had a big family. But it's like, like you, you, if food was out, like, you got it. <laughs> like, you had to... Get there, or yeah. you got left out. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, And it's funny, because sometimes we'll talk about it, because it's like, if there were, like, Oreos, like... You would go and you get as many as you, you could. could, and like, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, like, people tease me because they're like, "You're like the fair police." And I'm like, "But you don't understand." Like, I always was trying to make things fair growing yeah. up. <laughs> like your kids, like they're like, "What? She got a Mickey Mouse stereo?" That's right. I said, I can
1: remember counting out potato chips for lunch. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because <laughs> if someone gets more, they're going to be like, what? They're going to
1: be upset, I don't <laughs> want anybody upset.
0: <laughs> I love it. So, um, so I guess what's your advice to, to mothers that maybe they're like new-time mothers or they're in the middle um, stage?
1: I think it's a very hard time to be a mother because there is so much emphasis on self, on looking good, mm-hmm. on being fit, on... I just think there's so much pressure on mothers that they don't get to enjoy their children. And I think if, if mothers would just step back a little bit and kind of decide, now what's really important? You know, maybe 10 basketball games a week is not that important. You know, you never know. I wouldn't judge anybody, but I just think enjoying being a mother because it's, there's nothing like, I mean, there's no other career that can compare to motherhood. And at times, it's hard. It is hard. It's the hardest job on earth. But it's the most rewarding as you go along. And it goes on and on and on. <laughs> and so, you know, my advice would be just to be friends with your husband, take take interest in what he likes as well as what you like. And I, I guess unselfishness is just I've just been so conscious of it lately because of what I've seen among the young people and how much mothers are gone. And it doesn't matter if your house is clean or not. That's that's not the what I'm saying. What I'm mm-hmm. saying is just the connection between a mother and child is the most important thing and her husband, for, first of all.
0: Just that. being kind. Just be kind. And not think of yourself so much. I look at my sister in laws right now that they have little kids, mm-hmm. and every time that I babysit for them or spend time with them, I at the end I'm just exhausted for them because they're like hauling them around and like you bet. there's just so much to remember and so much. So just as you were talking, I was just thinking about how you're talking about being unselfish, having 11 kids. I mean, well, laundry alone would take you days. And then just (laughs) everything. start all over again. (laughs) Yeah, but I liked what you said, that it doesn't matter if your house is clean or if you have them in all these activities, but just making that connection. Sometimes it's easy to get caught up in like, well, if my kid doesn't have all this stuff, they aren't going to succeed.
1: Yeah, it is. And it seems to be so overemphasized, the success part of it, or what we conceive as success. And, and sometimes you see the strangest things come out in your kids. It's just interesting as my kids have gotten older and the careers they've chosen and stuff. I have kids that are readers. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't get them to read when they were little, but I made them sit there and listen to me read, you know, and oh stuff. And now I have writers. I have kids that are really proficient in writing and things like that. Anyway, it's just surprising what carries over sometimes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And so as you're talking about your kid's career, what was Bob's career? He was was an attorney. attorney.
1: Oh, he was an attorney? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He did estates
0: and wills and things like that, estate planning. While you guys were going to law school... And you had all these kids. Money was probably pretty tight. Yeah,
1: it was. I, I was fortunate. I had a little inheritance that we kind of lived on. When he graduated from law school, we had eight kids. So. Oh man. It was tight. Yeah. (laughs) And it was hard because he was in the bishopric and going to law school and, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to keep up with the kids. And it was hard. It was tough.
0: How did you guys budget and, like, stay within? I, I wouldn't dare speak about that because I am the worst budgeter in the world.
1: I can't do it. <laughs> so we fought a
0: lot over money, but... So Bob lied about how much he was really making.
1: Yeah, that's right. There you go.
0: <laughs> Somehow it
1: all worked out. I'm not sure how.
0: <laughs> I love the honesty because I think that, like, yeah, it's it's hard. So it's like one person needs to be good with the budgeting.
1: Oh, absolutely. And Bob Bob was our money handler. What did you most admire about
0: him as a father and as a husband? Just
1: his kindness. Yeah. You know, he's just unselfish. Loved everybody, and he had a way of seeing the end from the beginning
0: mm-hmm. more
1: than I think I did. I lived more in the moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and he could see the whole picture. So you guys balanced each other mm-hmm. out
0: very well. Yeah, we did. And and just as you you were talking about how Saturdays he would make pancakes and do I take that time to Very few Saturdays that we didn't do them. Is that something that your kids still like Oh yes.
1: Oh they talk about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I was with one of my sons that was giving a talk at a big event. He was in charge of, and he related the story of the labor pains. <laughs> yeah, with the the pancakes. <laughs> with the pancakes.
0: <laughs> Did Bob pass away? Was it this last year?
1: Yes, okay. It'd be a year ago, in about two weeks, three okay. weeks. Oh, so just recently. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. like, I bet you just miss him. Oh,
1: I do. It's just terrible. There's never there's never a minute that he's not on my mind. Uh-huh. You know, he's just there.
0: Yeah.
1: But, and whatever I decide to do, I always think of, well, now, what would Bob do or what would he say or what would he tell me to do?
0: Oh, I bet. Well, because you guys have known each other ever since you were so young. Yeah. Yeah, we were just, you know,
1: joined at the hip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then, the, you know, he's... Worked out of the home and then, and then he retired and stuff. So he's been hanging around for a long time. (laughs) I kept telling him now, look, I married you for time and eternity, but not for lunch.
0: (laughs) So when he retired, did you get to go do some fun things or?
1: No, not really. It just kind of happened gradually. Yeah. He was working for his brother. He was, his brother was building this big company and he finally hired Bob just to kind of oversee everything. Mm-hmm. So he really wasn't practicing law so much mm-hmm. when he, and then the, they sold their company and whatnot. And so it just kind of faded. Yeah. And so we just ended up, you know, taking care of kids and going to visit mm-hmm. and things like that. So it it just didn't seem like we ever really did any grandiose thing. Yeah, <laughs> we just were kind of together doing life's little things.
0: Well, and I feel like you've always had someone living here. Oh, we you? have.
1: I've never been an empty nester. Never have, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I never will
1: now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I mean, having a lot of kids—that's—that's that's a lot of people to go visit. And they—you said they all don't yeah. live in the state. Yeah. So it, it is. That so. keeps you guys busy. I can see why it wasn't like, oh, we're retiring and we're going and doing <laughs> this activity because it's like visiting your kids and keep you up with them right. is a hobby in itself. <laughs> it was. It was. And we we talked earlier about how you have a posterity. You guys get this. So... You have a posterity of over 100 people. So mm-hmm. you have how many grandkids? 52. 52 grandkids. And, and how many great-grandkids? 48 and a half. <laughs> 48 and a half great-grandkids. Uh-huh. And then 11 kids. Mm-hmm. And partners. <laughs> um, yeah, and all the spouses. <laughs> and so do you guys get together often? No, or? we don't at all anymore because
1: it's just impossible. Oh, yeah. We had all of our children were here for Bob's funeral, of uh-huh. course. Most of the grandchildren, but there were some that were on missions, and we haven't ever been all together. Uh-huh. they are just too too many life things that interfere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so when you think, though, that you have a posterity that's this big, like a lot of people during their lifetime, they don't see their posterity that big. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, what, what thoughts do you have about that?
1: <laughs> it's just overwhelming. Yeah. I, you know, I, I had to stop. Giving birthdays. Oh, to yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then just little tiny Christmas things. And we just are, are now to the point where we just give cash. To- <laughs> but that's basically it. I just, I don't give, I give to my grandchildren that aren't married. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they get married, they're cut off.
0: <laughs> that's probably why they are married. They don't want to be cut off. That's right. <laughs>
1: so. Not that they get that much, but you know, just to send a card. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, yeah, to just get a card.
1: 350 but... bucks or something. Yeah, you know? that's a lot
0: of people to, like, remember birthdays. And, yeah, and I just, I don't even try anymore. Yeah. <laughs> In
1: well. fact, I think I could give all their names, but i'm not sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i won't quiz you Yeah, (laughs) i was thinking about what questions i wanted to ask you and Uh this was like my favorite question that i wanted to ask because you have this large posterity Uh and like you said you haven't been able to all be together but i guess what's your advice to your posterity like what do you want them to like leave with in this life i want them to keep
1: the commandments because there are some who don't And I know that they are happier when they do keep the commandments. And when they stay close to the Lord, they're going to be happier in every facet of their lives. And so that's what I've always told them I want them to do, is just live simply. Just be kind and live the commandments. And that's
0: all I ask. With that big of a posterity, you're going to have people that don't have the same beliefs, that don't have the same lifestyles, that don't have... Yeah. But I think it's cool that you're... An example of faith for him. Just keep trying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But seriously, that that is remarkable right there that you have that big of a posterity.
1: It's <laughs> crazy. I mean, I still can't believe it. I'm always thinking, now what? <laughs> that couldn't possibly be me. These funny two little kids that sat in junior Sunday school together. <laughs>
0: Now they have this posterity. This whole life together. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me today and sharing your story. You're so welcome. Thanks so much for pushing play and listening to this episode. For more information about today's guests or to submit a nomination for a remarkable person that you would like to hear interviewed, head on over to NotablePeeps.com. All my dreams are coming. All my dreams are humming. All my. Dreams are coming true.